Welcome to the Suffolk Law Legal Writing Podcast, brought to you by the faculty of Suffolk University Law School's Legal Practice Skills Program. In the tradition of innovation that made our legal writing program one of the best in the nation, according to U.S. News & World Report, our 13 full-time legal writing professors invite you to listen and learn. Hi, this is Professor Gabe Tenenbaum. I teach legal practice skills at Suffolk University Law School. In this talk, I'm going to briefly introduce the concept of persuasive legal writing in preview of upcoming podcasts. The good news is that persuasive legal writing isn't all that different from the objective legal writing we worked on for the whole first semester. For both, you have to understand the key facts here to analyze, then research the law, then write a cogent analysis that explains the rule of law, the cases that underlie the rule, and applies the hypothetical facts to those precedent cases. But persuasive writing takes the next step. It doesn't just inform and predict, it convinces the reader to side with you. But how? Ultimately, you can make a strong persuasive argument by incorporating three ideas. First, credible advocacy. Second, setting the tone. Third, wisely organizing. First, credible advocacy. There's a tension in persuasive writing between intellectual honesty and advocating on behalf of a client. The facts might be hurtful. The law might be hurtful. But to succeed, you have to find a way to overcome these weaknesses and to do so without misrepresenting the situation. So, to succeed in persuasive legal writing, the writer has to establish credibility by focusing on the facts and law that slant in favor of their client, but never so much that it hides the truth. In the next few weeks, podcasts in this series will address just how to write the facts, the rule, and case explanations persuasively and zealously, but not so zealously that your argument will cause you to lose credibility with your audience. Second, setting the tone. The idea of theme and tone are crucial to persuasion because they set the stage for the audience to be sympathetic to your cause. Your theme might be to humanize your client or bring out an important policy concern. Remember the McDonald's spilled coffee case? Was that a case about an elderly woman who went to the fast food restaurant expecting to get a nice cup of coffee and instead was served a 185 degree cup, a cup so hot that the quality assurance expert from McDonald's testified that that's too hot for human consumption, it would burn on contact. It's a temperature that McDonald's regularly held their coffee and had 700 reports of burn injuries that it had caused in the 10 years preceding the incident that befell the plaintiff in this case. Or, was that a case about an adult who dropped coffee on herself and was looking for a payout from a deep-pocketed business because of her own carelessness? Setting the tone is your chance to frame this issue. In the McDonald's case, the themes were about corporate responsibility on the one side, their responsibility towards consumers to protect them and to provide a safe product, On the other side, the McDonald's lawyers brought out the theme of personal responsibility. Can we really blame others for our own carelessness? These are just two examples of use of theme in making an argument persuasive, and I'd suggest that if you think about famous cases, you can discern a theme the attorney set in each of them. Playing with the theme can be fun. It's your opportunity to play dime store psychologist and try to determine which idea will appeal to your audience. Later in this series, we'll talk about how to decide what theme to create for your persuasive legal writing, both in the context of the facts of the case and in explaining and analyzing the law. Finally, organizing to win. 
Using the right organization can make a good persuasive argument a great one. Organization falls into two categories, conceptual organization and physical organization. Conceptual organization includes things like which argument goes first, which goes last, which arguments should I not include at all, and beyond that, what do I do to rebut my opponent's arguments. Separately, there's the use of physical organization to help persuade. Persuasive writing commonly uses format modifications to highlight arguments, like point headings, which are a way to show the reader the legal conclusion you want the court to make and the factual basis on which it can do so. Understanding how to organize your persuasive argument can pull together all the good raw ideas you have percolating into a cogent, powerful brief. Like the concepts of credibly advocating and tone setting, we will also spend time on how to think about organization as part of this podcast series. In summation, today the goal was to briefly introduce the idea of legal persuasion. And we learned that three concepts, credible advocacy, tone setting, and organization, create the core for success. I hope you will be with us in the coming weeks as we explore these ideas more deeply. This has been a Legal Writing Podcast brought to you by the Suffolk Law Legal Practice Skills Program. Thank you for listening.